and welcome to Modern Art is Rubbish Extravaganza number... 93. Are you alright, Tom? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah, feeling you well, me, well mellow. You threw me taking away my... The only thing I hold dear in life, my introductions to the podcast. Well, don't let your mother hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, today I, I, I've... I want to talk about the price of art, like keeping it, keeping it, upkeep, and how much it costs when you actually buy a painting, like insurance and stuff. Yeah, I know you get excited, aren't you? I'm going to talk about art insurance. Yeah, or what we think, things like cleaning it and restoring it, do yes, they come into it? Uh, yes, everything like that. Well, do you know the, how I got on this little merry, merry-go-round of, of thoughts? I don't even know if it is a merry-go-round or thought, but it sounded good when it came out of my mouth and I realised yeah, it was meaningless. Yeah, but we can uh, overlay some merry-go-round music in yeah. this section. Oh, yes, we can. So it will give it some kind of meaning, even though I don't know what actually merry-go-round of thought would actually mean in this context. Someone tried to get the Mona Lisa, I don't know if you saw the news in May, with a bit of cake. Oh yeah, like uh, they actually did. They actually try and destroy it. Did someone try and destroy it? No, I mean it's behind the sound of band, like it's sort of like it. You've you've seen it, haven't you? You've actually. I've never been to Louvre to see the the Mona Lisa, but it's behind. It's behind like a sort of glass box. It's not even. It's not even just glass in front of the painters. It's actually like a big kind of thing that it sits behind. Executive like protection. Do you remember the Pope Mobile? I don't know if you remember the Pope's. Well, the Pope yeah. has got. I don't know why you would you remember. Yeah, no. But well, they if, sort of you, like sits in if you've ever tried place. to shoot a bullet yeah. at the Pope, which many of us yeah. will have done, <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's not the official policy, and we do not recommend that in modern night. Or if you've ever tried to shoot a bullet, not just at the Pope, but you failed with the Pope because of the darn yeah. Pope mobile. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna get the Mona Lisa instead yeah. with cake. <laughs> with cake, because the bullets don't work. Cake might. Oh yeah, no, we believe in peace, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. We we absolutely believe in peace. Peace. Pace. Peace and pace and peace. Pace and peace. If you're doing running, good pace at peace. And place. And place. Yeah. 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 We we are not all about the um, the fisheries. Fishermen can go do one. No, they can't. That is the official no. modern artist rubbish. Is it? No, it's not. No, We're not into all this EU fishing rights, but like, what about the fishers' rights? Oh, what? Hang <laughs> a second. This is Tom. You've gone off. You've gone off topic, and this is purely, purely the views of Tom, and not of Marcus or Modern Art is rubbish. There, I've said it on the mic to have a bit of your banana. Um, yeah. So he was doing it for climate. It was like a climate activist, wasn't it? So he just walked up to it. He dread this guy apparently dressed as an old older lady, and then leapt out of his wheelchair, and uh, smeared cake all over the glass. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, it was a climate protest. You know, this is good. It's good to highlight if it gets your message across, which yeah. it has. You know, what about the fish? And we're talking about the climate. No, we're not what about talk- the fish. Well, the fish are important. Yes, yes. Fish are fish have. Fishery in art as well. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I was looking, I was thinking, has this been attacked before? And apparently the Mona Lisa has been attacked. 
a few times before. Uh, in the early 50s, uh, someone tried to get the Mona Lisa with the razor blade and cut it out of the frame because he liked it and he wanted to take it home with him. Um, but basically it was stopped. So what they did was they that's when they started to put it behind protective glass. What, the Pope? No, not the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> the Mona Lisa. And... Um, so in 1956, a Bolivian man came up and he thought, apparently he said he had, he noticed he had a rock in his trousers. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. A small rock in his pocket. Not, yeah. And um, he thought, well, so he decided in the moment he'd throw it at the Mona Lisa. You know, as you do, don't you? If you notice you've got a stone in your pocket and you walk up to a painting, yeah, get overwhelmed by the urge. I've never had that happen, I have to say. I've never had the the urge to destroy or injure any paintings. Yeah, what about any popes? No, never, never, never to his holiness. Um, his holiness. <laughs> um, so yeah, and basically it was because it was put behind glass that time uh, due to the last attack. Uh, apparently, it did it dislodged a speck of the Mona Lisa, just below the Mona Lisa's elbow, a speck of paint. So there's a 70-year gap between the attacks. Well, no, not this one. I mean, this was in the 50s. And then there was... Yeah, a... but that was 70 years ago. Yes, yes. 52, Well, no, it? no, no. There was another one in 1974. And basically, it was on display in Tokyo. And there, in 70s, Tokyo, the museum, didn't have much... Uh, it had pretty poor access for people with dis disabilities. So uh, there was an activist who wasn't ha too happy about it. And whilst it was being moved, they uh, threw red paint at the Mona Lisa. Got a few specks landed on it, but it did no damage. All right, so red paint, a few specks, isn't, yeah. doesn't count as damage. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, and nor... There <laughs> you was... improved the painting! <laughs> well, apparently, there's that thing we... I think we talked about this a while ago in pods, that, um, in pods... Um, <laughs> That red, uh, a red spot of red paint can actually increase the value of a painting because there is a direct link between colours used and the price of an artwork. Oh, right, Stick yeah. a little red spot in there. It's, uh... Yeah, it can <sighs> raise the value of my kids' drawings on the fridge. Yes, get them. Give them a only subtle bit of is subtle it has, Does it have to be paint or will ketchup do? Yeah, ketchup will do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, again, that may not may not uh, last as long, and it may put up your insurance premiums, as we might find out. Uh, yeah, and some people prefer mayonnaise anyway. Mayonnaise, yeah. Would that increase the value of no, the, of your chips no. or your painting? Eggs, eggs do not. Eggs, eggs increases the the enjoyment of chips, I would say, but not of paint. You've tried with rocks, you've tried with razor blades. So in 2009, a woman who was angry, a Russian woman, I believe, who was angry about not getting French citizenship in 2009, thought she'd throw a cup. Yeah. Uh, she just got a cup and threw it, a ceramic cup, and it smashed the cup, but it didn't damage the painting at all. Oh, so the cup, the ceramic cup hit the painting, the yeah. artwork, and shattered. Yeah. And the and the artwork was just like no, didn't, yeah. didn't bother me, yeah, mate. Yeah, pretty much. That's the thing <laughs> yeah. is. And I mean, I didn't know find out if it was a Wedgwood cup or something quite expensive, quite a luxurious piece of British china or something like that that she threw. 
Me. Yeah, and the Mona Lisa, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> do artworks it. talk like that? They do. Yeah. They do. That's exactly how <laughs> the Mona Lisa talks in my head. So, so obviously, I think about this. I think, well. How much does it actually cost if you buy a painting? Is it like, you know, is that an expensive painting? Because you, you, I thought about the upkeep, the protection, because you can imagine to protect the Mona Lisa, you're probably talking hundreds of thousands a year in terms of keeping the room at the right yeah, temperature. It's, it's being famous in a big art gallery as well with lots of yeah. visitors. It's almost asking for it. Yeah, but it probably brings in as much revenue as it does in terms of people coming to visit it. And, you know, yeah. But... For instance, when you buy, and we will, we will be coming back to the Mona Lisa, so don't worry. But when you, when you buy, yeah, you were thinking that. I could see that in your face when you did. <laughs> no, don't stop talking about the Mona Lisa, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, no, no, please, no, 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 please not. Why? I've been watching the crowds. So I've got my, uh, my cream voice. Right. And do you have your own uh, bulletproof vehicle to travel around in with yes, the podcast? I'm, yes, one does. When one <laughs> goes out with modern artist rubbish roadshow. <laughs> we haven't got one. Oh, that's an idea. Maybe you could. Yeah. In bulletproof vehicles, of course. Yeah, well, to protect... To, from to, cake. From cake, yeah. yeah. Um, we should is... have a, like a gap in the bulletproof vehicle so a bit of cake could get through. Yeah, and then we're what hungry. if I have a hypo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. You're making diabetes theme jokes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one I'll never make. Right. So... When you go to auction, you buy an artwork, say it costs like a million, million pounds. You think, oh, well, that's, you know, that's a bargain, million quid, million pounds. But then, of course, what well, you... Well, you might be thinking, Joe, it's going to kill me. not be happy. But then you've got to then tell her about the fact that there are uh, certain auction houses that will put on what's called... A, a buyer's premium so the auction house will so if it goes for a million pounds they'll automatically put 25 percent. so that's another two hundred fifty thousand pounds straight on top of that so you'll have to pay that and then depending on where you are in the world there can be additional taxes imposed by wherever it is so if you're an american a certain state they might have taxes yeah you have to pay additional to that so that all ends up so you get it home and you think no, it's all right, you know, you've got your painting, your million pound painting, but then you have to look at, right, I've now got to get it hung up, but you can't just stick a nail in the wall with a million pound painting, you've got to get a professional to hang it. Yeah, uh, yeah two nails. Yeah, so you're probably talking a couple of thousand. Again, the, it's all a bit hush-hush as to how much exactly it costs, but you, it's going to, because it's always like, quote, on, you know, cut phone us for a quote kind of thing. So, yeah. Ooh, that'll cost you a few thousand. We could get it done by end of next week. Yeah. Well, has <laughs> he is it got special nails? Yeah, a couple of thousand nails. <laughs> My mate Barry could probably do it with two nails, but, you know, he's, uh, he's on holiday at the moment in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Gone to see the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, 
the other thing as well is you may have to look at glass because the the house if your house has got normal glass you'll need uv glass to prevent protect it from the rays the ultraviolet rays the rays the rays, the rays, the rays, the rays. The rays. <laughs> and then, of course, I've got, I've had this problem. I've got paintings at home because it's so humid in my flat. They've got like the lovely spots of mushrooms, not mushrooms or fungal kind of spots on the back. Fungal spots. Fungal spots. I don't know what they're called. They're like mold. Mold. Like okay. mold. Mold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was that from like uh, just damp? buildings yeah. well yes and and this is the thing so you need to spend condensation yeah humidity humidity cli yeah. climate control so again you really need with a million pound work you really need to invest in that yeah well if, if you've got like if it's a million pound work but you've got lots of millions to spare maybe you're just like oh i quite like the mold i can't be bothered yeah. but the problem is if you've inherited one as well then then that's another problem because you need to keep it so it can be quite expensive to keep you need the money to keep a million pound painting and the other thing as well is of course so you've got that then you've got the security so again what else you've got to do you've got to insure it now the problem is is that if you get insured what do you need you need an appraiser so you need someone a specialist to come and have a look at the value of your work it's no good saying i just bought it for this price at insurance because the price it costs as insurance is not necessarily the same price it will cost you to go and replace it. So, because if you say like it was damaged or stolen, you need to, you want to get the price to replace it. But to replace a work of art, a really expensive rare work of art, will cost more than just buying it at auction because you'll need to go out and find, find one, another work that's similar. And so to get a work that's similar, you need to go and hire a specialist to go around, perhaps go around the world and investigate where you can buy your painting from and then get another appraiser to check it out. Yeah, or a specialist to bring Michelangelo back from the dead. Yes, <laughs> if that was the cheapest option, I'm sure they may do that. Yeah. And so, so you think they may do that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I went on a flight of fancy there, you know, a podcast flight of fancy. Like, podcast flight of fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you've got to get that insured, and that's something you can't do on your household insurance. And the other thing is the. What you normally insure for is when you move. When you move artwork. So is this special, specialist insurance companies yes. for artworks? Yes, it would be advisable because there are so many different things you would need to insure for, things that can happen. So you ask, yeah. I can see on your face, thinking, what kind of things, what's the most common thing that art, when artworks get damaged? Yeah. When they're being moved. Oh, during moving. movement. During yeah. moving is when the most common time. Other things that can happen. Theft is less common. Earthquakes. Earthquakes, that's another one. And it counts as moving, doesn't it? Yeah, moving. <laughs> and the, the other one, speaking now, this is a problem you may encounter with your children's mayonnaise paintings or ketchup paintings. Yeah. It's called actually called Inherent Vice. Now, Inherent Vice is um, it's not like a drink problem that you got from your dad or anything like that. That's not Inherent yeah. Vice, no. Um, it's, it's a different sort of Inherent Vice. Yeah. Uh, basically, inherent vices. If you if you are so like Jamie's painting, you've you've got him to make it in mayonnaise. Yeah. 
it will get over time. Degrade. It will degrade, yes. It will degrade. Yeah. Best and before date. Yeah. So the problem is there is you've got to insure against that because there's going to be a devaluation. So that may be something you need to look into, especially with restoration as well, because you'll need to keep restoring it. Perhaps getting Jamie to reapply mayonnaise yeah, to the so painting. Away from like um, Jamie's recent masterpieces, what about like uh, the Mona Lisa? Because that obviously doesn't come with a BBD on the back, yeah. scratched on the no. frame. Like, how long do paintings last? Oh, well, they're best, yeah, they don't best have best viewed by. Best viewed by, <laughs> day, rather than the best before day. Well, I mean, again, there's only a limit. It depends. I mean, if you get, if you get like modern prints, the, uh, you're talking about 100 years. And again, it depends how, how often they're shown, what light they're shown in. So whether they're kept in, a lot of paintings are kept in dark rooms, especially watercolour. Watercolours are really bad. Yeah, I mean, they're always made to be kept in dark rooms, aren't they, images? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, so, I mean, again, I mean, I don't think they ever thought they were going to, when these paintings were made, I don't know if they thought they would last forever. I mean, certainly a lot of experimental ones. If you look at uh, my, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's uh, Last Supper, that was done so experimentally, they, it's, it's having real problems preserving it because it wasn't yeah. done with traditional techniques. So they can degrade quite quickly it depends and some works uh, as an artist uh, her name's i hope i pronounce it right eva hesh i think and she made her works there's been a real problem with her works because her works are very ephemeral so they were designed what does that mean they basically they don't last very long ephemerals very it, it's kind of like they're, they're works that are not meant to not meant to last they weren't made to, they were made to be sort of very transitory you know, like life. Yeah, like, like, like mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> well, mayonnaise yeah. is not supposed to last forever. It's uh, best before date on Yeah, it. I don't know if ephemeral mayo would be quite, because it's kind of more, It's for me, ephemeral means more spirit, but if there's spiritual mayonnaise, perhaps there is. Yeah. So be, mayonnaise. It's not a word often used with mayonnaise, ephemeral. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, catch up yeah. or a bit of the old ephemeral. <laughs> <laughs> so... Interestingly, my favourite in word, probably a buzzword at the moment, is um, I was looking at what was the highest price for insurance. Now, bearing in mind, you normally pay about one to two percent for a painting. So, a million pound painting, you're talking, talking about you ten could, to twenty grand. Yeah, just to insure it. Yeah. For for a year, so so, uh, and the highest insurance valuation for a painting was uh, was actually in the nineteen was nineteen sixty three, and it was when the Mona Lisa was going to be moved from France to the US, and they had an appraisal of how much it would cost for insurance to how much it would be, have to be insured for, and the insurance company assessed it at fifty three point five five million. Now that I did a I did a calculation or I went on the internet and they did a calculation and it it was estimated it was at seven hundred and ninety eight million eight hundred and forty thousand seven hundred and three uh pounds ninety four pence. So the cost of insurance In today's money. In today's so money. so fifty three point five five million would be that. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred and ninety eight million. So how much is it worth the painting? The painting is priceless. They put it in billions. 
that's what they estimate. I mean, they would say it's in billions, but this is the actual insurance. This is how much it was insured for if they were going to move it. In I mean, the, it's amazing to have a painting that doesn't get ruined when you chuck, like, porcelain cups at it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty... Not bothered me. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. <laughs> that's probably quite cheap. I'm probably like, yeah. So you'd probably go to, uh, like, one of those compare the market, one of those price comparison websites. <laughs> Either one, 703 million or... £237. Uh, I don't know which one yet. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bargain. Yeah. Doesn't cover ketchup damage, though. No. Oh, ketchup damage. Yeah. I don't like ketchup. I really don't. I, I, I like tomatoes, but I don't yeah. like ketchup. Well, you fussy. <laughs> Sheeran loves ketchup as a random thing. I was reading, I don't know why I read an article. He's saying he, he loves ketchup so much, he actually said, Can I do a ketchup advert for the ketchup? Who, the Pope? Heinz. No, not the Pope. Heinz ketchup. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with art at all, is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't there anything art on some level? Well, Ed Sheeran did do a painting and it sold for 9,000 quid for charity. If that's art. Yeah. I read that. Uh, Sounds like charity to me. Yeah. It's not art. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. paintings are okay. I'm not going to say they're terrible. But, yeah. But that would just be being nasty. But no. Yeah, no, but it's fan, fan, for fans, I guess. That's art. Yes, they love it. Uh, yeah, because like music's kind of like art, isn't it? Where does art end and music begin? It's probably easier to just... To, Answer that question if you'd look it through the lens of some of Ed Sheeran's tunes. All right, yeah. I wouldn't call Ed Sheeran's music art. Yeah. But not that I don't like it, but yeah. I'm not going to reveal too much to go down the Ed route. But he is ginger, is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> Can't on. believe no. you, Marcus. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Take that back, Tom. <laughs> it's not official modern art, rubbish policy. Right. Are there any famous ginger painters? Uh, uh, Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh. <laughs> Man, how you, I thought you were a big fan. How can you be so rude? Well, <laughs> I didn't. So you think about it, uh, you're twisting my words. Right, so you think with all that insurance, you think, well, you could just pay to get it stored. And... You know, this is what many do, but of course you're talking an absolute fortune, of course, paying to get it stored. But there's places like in uh, Geneva um, where they have like these maximum security places where people put storage and they don't know what paintings are in there, but there's paintings, it's probably paintings in, worth in the billions, you know, in terms of the collections that are stored there. And it's very clandestine and no one quite knows what's stored there. Who's got it stored? Where so, you say Switzerland? Yeah, Switzerland. It's Davos. a place called Geneva. Geneva Freeport. Oh, called. Geneva, yeah. And there, you know, everything's treated with the strictest confidence. So. Yeah, what is it like a storage facility under Lake Geneva? No, it's not under Lake Geneva. It's yeah. just near Geneva. Oh, near yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, you can imagine that costs hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Now a short advertisement break. All right, Tom. Hey, Marcus, why are you looking so happy? Well, you know I like a bargain. I just went into the local insurance brokers, right? And um, 
I thought, oh, I know. I've got to get my, I've got to get my turtle art printing short because obviously, I, you know, if anything happens to it, I want it to be replaced. And do you know how much they charged me? I got it for only two thousand pounds a year, full replacement. So if, if my turtle art print burns or I, I spill ink on it or mayonnaise, mayonnaise, yeah, mayonnaise, anything, if I spill on it. I get a full replacement, and it only cost me £2,000 a year. Brilliant! £2,000? Hang on a minute, Marcus. You absolute idiot. Everybody knows you can go to modernartisrubbish.com, sign up for the mailing list, and you can get a free high-definition turtle art print to have as many copies of, as you like of. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. Now, you think, oh, well, you've got it in storage, it's quite safe. But sadly, it's not always the case that storage is a safe option. Because in 2004, this relates to a work that I'm going to talk about by Tracy Emin. There was a fire in a big storage facility in London. And basically what happened was that someone uh, broke into an adjacent building to burglar, to, uh, to, 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 to rob it, sorry. And uh, apparently they uh, caused an electrical fire in the, in the, uh, in the course of the breaking. And... It caught the, the storage facility a light next door. So, and that was it. And all the and it was about and this this storage facility stored hundreds of works. A lot of them by the the young British artists, which Charles Saatchi famously uh, you know was involved with. And so, there's like hundreds of works went up all in flames. Did he have an alibi on the night of the incident, Charles Saatchi? Yes. I am sure he did. <laughs> You're I sure, am yeah. sure he did. Just for legal reasons, I am saying that. Allegedly. No, I am sure. <laughs> Charles Sarchi, I'm sure you had nothing to do with it. Well, you did mention his name in association with it, allegedly. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, allegedly, it was some of his work. So, you know, and the most famous one to uh, go up was Tracy Emin's uh, tent. Uh, and it's an artwork, and it's called everyone I ever slept with 1963 to 1995 and basically it's a tent like a tent you sort of take to Glastonbury and what she'd done is she'd sewn the names of everyone she'd ever slept with from that period from 1963 to 1995 and everyone she'd ever slept with and it's inside this tent and she stitched their names now that doesn't mean everyone she's had sex with it necessarily it means everyone she's ever slept with so it could be like her grandmother's names in there so uh allegedly no not allegedly <laughs> definitely i have actually seen her team by the way it's very good it was it was well, it was very good it's not anymore but it's a very not it's a biographical nice moving piece and you see it and it's just really nice to see the names of all these people and it's a very human I don't know how to describe it, but I, I found it quite complex. It made me meditate. It was meditative, I think is probably a better word, than yeah. contemplative. Uh, and it made you feel a bit tired? 
Well, I did. It made me want to go camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, and it was a really, I, I really liked it, but a lot of other people interpret it more sort of like as a, like revealing confidential secrets about yourself. And it's interesting. Well, like uh, Julian Assange. Yeah, Julian Assange. Like, like, oh, you're revealing all your secrets, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the thing is, is that it's interesting. We have talked about this before, how works, how they're displayed or how they're altered can change the way they're viewed. And this, this tent was in part inspired by uh, when she went to an exhibition and she saw a Tibetan tent. And now Tibetan tents are traditionally used by monks and they would probably take their tent away somewhere I know, to the top of a high mountain. I'm just making this up. But I imagine they would do. And they would go in their tent and they would sit and meditate and be in solitude. And, and that was what she was kind of aiming for. You know, that kind of compliment. The word I can't, I seem to struggle to say, but that kind of meditative kind of feel. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so, but what happened was that, that it was shown in America and in, in, a, in a sort of major exhibition. And she said, please place this in a quiet part of the exhibition. And they didn't. They placed it in a, a quite a noisy part of the exhibition. Oh, so, they put it in the children's play area. <laughs> <laughs> So people were looking at, of course, if you're looking at it as a place to contemplate and to meditate and to solitude and to, to think about things. And of course, people weren't looking at it like that. They were looking at it more as a sort of like, oh, revealing, like shock. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if that's what they did. I didn't do that, but perhaps people did when they yeah. saw it. Oh, that's who she slept with. Oh, yeah. all, di- all these discarded condoms everywhere. <laughs> no, that's her bed. <laughs> I like a bed. I've seen a bed as well. The, the That was good. Oh, right, where yeah. she displayed her bed. But this is this was actually done in 1995, which was before her bed. Yeah. And uh, so it was actually quite before it, she was famous. Yeah, when she was still in the tent. <laughs> I, still, I don't know if she lived in her tent. Maybe she did. Well, she would have been in it a lot when she was sorry. Yeah, maybe she's, per- she's permanently in there. Except maybe I'm thinking it burnt down at some point. Yes, well, we did. It, it got burnt in the 2004. This was, this was one of the major works to be lost. Oh, when Sarchi broke in next door. <laughs> no, he did not. Right. Um, so, basically, it, the, well, not basically... The, the press, of course, because the press like to have a go and they're going, oh, yeah, you know, talking about a loss and they're saying, you know, they were joking, it, well, it wasn't lost because it was all the young British artists, you know, the scandalous artwork, that's not real art, those kind of press. And they, of course, said, oh, no, it's not a real loss, which it, which it clearly was. Uh, also, there was artists, you know, uh, more famous artists, whose paintings were lost in the fire as well. So the, uh, and long dead artist as well. So it, you know, it was quite, it was quite a devastating thing. Uh, but what yeah, was... Well, dead people have always been very important. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the thing is, is though, that Tracy Emin was quite, I, I, I read up on the internet that Tracy Emin was quoted as, uh, she was quite 
stoic about it and she said you know the news about this fire came between Iraqi weddings being bombed and people dying in the Dominican Republic in flash floods so we have to get into perspective so yeah. she was quite you know quite stoic she wasn't going oh my god this is you know it is bad but it's not yeah. bad bad and she's got another nine years of names to add to it she probably yeah. felt it was out of date by then anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it was it was only up until 95 she could do another thing she yeah. did a bedspread with a similar frame before that yeah um, so Tom there is another story which I will save for next Monday because there was another artist who I want to talk about in greater detail called Stuart Semple and he did something involving Yuri Geller in relation to this fire this an artwork, another artist in relation with Yuri Geller. Uh, is this how he bends spoons? Yeah, well, it's he's, the, it's the, uh, the power be, of fire. Yeah, we're not going to be bending spoons, but Yuri Geller is involved in the story, and we're going to be talking about the artist Stuart Semple next week. Stuart Semple? Yeah, Semple. Not simple, Semple. Simples. Try to say simple, 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 simple. No, it's not really tongue twister because I just did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Charles. Yeah, yes. I've yeah, decoded yeah. the gate. Yes, absolutely. So you just need to push the gate okay, okay. straight into the premises. Yes. You know yeah. where the goods are. Yes, 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 yes. You have your gloves, don't you don't leave any fingerprints. Absolutely, yes. Pick yes. up the goods, yes, yes. back here to the van and yeah, we'll be yeah, out of here. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Okay, here Good we go. luck. Here we go. Are you alright, Charles? Yes, yes. There's been an explosion. There's a tent on fire over there. Quickly, let's get out of here. Allegedly. So, uh, Tom, anything else to add apart from socials or oh, Patreon? You've been working on Patreon, haven't you? Uh, not really, no, yeah, no. but we do. Ha if you enjoy our show, um, we really appreciate uh, you visiting our Patreon. If you've got any spare, like couple of quid lying around, we'd really appreciate it. And if people can't, you know, there are other ways you can support the show, show as well with iTunes reviews and recommending us to your friends, and also subscribing to our email list. That's always a good one, isn't it? Subscribe, subscribe to our email list. Nice one, Tom. Nice one. <laughs> so just buy us in, I think. Ta-ra, Marcus. Ta-ra, everyone. Ta-ra. Right. See you later. Oh, what is that later? <laughs> later. Later. Or is it farmer? Farmer, Marcus. I'll see you down on the fields. Yeah, down here, down here <laughs> on the pub. No, not the pub. After we've had farm. some pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple, I don't know. Pineapple. What's going on? I don't know. Right, the end. <laughs> <laughs>